What's up guys, it's Asia Alexander and I'm back with That's Life. In today's episode, I did interviews with a couple of teens in Tallahassee about what's going on in the nation right now, so stay tuned because it's about to get lit. Do you support the Black Lives Matter movement? I do, 100%. I support the Black Lives Matter movement. Do you feel like systematic racism is a thing in America? So um, I've been trying my best to be a part of the Black Lives Matter movement as soon as I decided that I was going to do more research into systematic oppression of all people because I myself am a queer woman. So I don't experience oppression based on my race, but I experience oppression based on my sexuality. Um, Mm -hmm. So ever since I kind of came to that realization, I was more involved in activism in general and obviously... um, Racial tension has been high recently, but it's always been an issue for as long as we've been alive and hundreds and hundreds of years before that. So, yeah, I definitely think that systematic racism and oppression is a huge problem in America that not only people who are experiencing it should address, but people who aren't, because that's the only way we can make like real change. Because you see it every day, like at schools. And you see, like, how when you look in history books or if you just look in general at the world, you'll see how they put us into a system or how more of our people are getting incarcerated besides theirs or, like, the school differences and stuff. You can tell the difference that there's a systematic racism going on. Do you think there's a such thing called white privilege? Yeah, um, I think that people don't like to admit that they have white privilege because people associate white privilege with not having any struggle in life and like Mm -hmm. just not being a person who has experienced anything that has like hardships in general. Um, I think that that mindset is what makes people be like, oh, white privilege isn't real. My dog died. Like that's not, that's not how it works. If you are white, you have never experienced oppression or racism based on the color of your skin and you have opportunities that people who are certain races or ethnicities don't have and that is your white privilege and it is something that you 100% need to be checking and be aware of white okay so like a white person they can walk around and nobody really bothers them I mean they can worry about like other people like because this is America but they don't have to worry about someone like the police, like targeting them because of their color or someone just killing them because they're just white. And you see it everywhere. At jobs, they go for the white people, teachers, all of that. It's just everywhere you go, it's white privilege. I don't see how nobody can think there isn't white privilege, but they see it in their face every day. You cannot pass it. When you were younger, do you remember having conversations about race with your peers or family members? I do. Um, When I was younger, my mom has always been, um, she's a really progressive woman, and um, she made sure that I was aware. Well, okay, so a situation happened when I was little. I called one of my classmates brown because Mm -hmm. I saw his color of his skin, and I wasn't aware that we were supposed to refer well I was encouraged by my teachers to refer to them as African Americans but even just calling them black people was more of the social norm and I was kind of my teacher was um, African American and she was like oh 
you can't call him that. And she got really, really angry at me. And I didn't understand why I was like four years old. I didn't know. And so when I got home, my mom explained to me about why um, we should, first of all, respect people that are different colors. And I obviously was like, I mean, that's, of course, I, I never really experienced being openly and outwardly racist towards other people. But my mom made sure that she instilled in me that we are all equal and that I would never be discriminated against based on my skin, but other people are. So I remember that conversation really vividly and just making sure that like that was instilled in my childhood. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why I understand the whole concept more than some people. Well, one time my sister had this friend, she was white. And I'm not saying all white people like this, no. But like my friend had, my sister had this friend who was white and like she would go over there all the time. My dad told her at one point that she's going to stop hanging out with her. Like the white girl's going to stop hanging out with her. And she didn't understand. Like she was like, no, she isn't. But like we're older now and she doesn't speak to her at all. Right. So he just says that they, not all of them, but some tend to change up because like their mindset changes or, you know. Mm hmm. Have you lost any friends in your support of the Black Lives Matter movement? Yeah, um, I had a conversation with one of my friends about obviously the um, a lot of people are deciding to respond with All Lives Matter. And that's something that I it makes me very, very angry. And I do my best to educate people about different topics because unfortunately it's so horrible but some people will disregard the voices of those who have experienced it firsthand and listen to somebody who looks like them and it makes me so sad and I think that that's absolutely asinine because I'm not the one that should be talking about it it should be the people who understand and can give more like valid firsthand experience but People are stupid. We've we've realized that people are just ignorant and they'll listen to white voices more than they will listen to black voices. So I try my very hardest to be a white voice that is providing experiences that black people have had and providing my own knowledge based on the research that I've done. So yeah, um, a lot of people have come to me talking and trying to find out more information about the way that I believe. And some of my beliefs are considered radical to them. And I really do not understand why. I don't think it's radical for me to be demanding that people are not killed based on the color of their skin. But alas, um, <laughs> I, I have definitely had to be more cautious about the people that I am around. Because when you aren't constantly having those conversations, you don't realize that people that you consider your friends are not allies of the people that you also consider your friends you know what I mean because like I'll get you obviously somebody who has a problem with black people isn't going to have a problem with me so if we never have that conversation that and I find out that information I'm just ignorant to their beliefs so yeah definitely have had to be like slowly just distancing myself from people who don't respect other people's existence because that is not an opinion to me that is unacceptable no and I'm not trying to sound like I'm against white people at all I just don't have a lot of white friends so like most of my friends are black so I didn't have to cut off anybody do you believe in light skin privilege yes I believe in light skin privilege and it's terrible how our people tend to look at 
color. Like, we're not, us being of color, we shouldn't judge nobody or we shouldn't, like, see anybody different because they're darker or because they're lighter. We di- we shouldn't see the lighter skin prettier than the dark skin because that we're all beautiful and it doesn't make sense to me. And ones who don't believe in light skin privilege are the problem. There is light skin privilege and it's not okay and we need to fix that. Why do you think we are receiving so much controversy on having equal rights? Because the way that America was built, it was built off of racism. So I feel like that's why there's so much controversy towards it. Because we have the ones who still feel like, you know, they believe in white supremacy. They believe in all the things. So, I mean, you can't really, every time you try to explain or educate them on something, it's just like you're speaking to a brick wall. It's like, I feel like it's the problem is nobody is really willing to learn. You know, everybody just wants Mm -hmm. to just say stuff but not really listen to what the other person is saying or at least try to view the sides of the others. I feel like that's why there's so much because nobody's willing to just listen in a way that America was built off of racism. It's just something that's there. Okay, guys. So the point of this podcast was to show you the difference between, you know, a white girl's stand of view like a point of view and a black girl's point of view and honestly i did not expect it to go as well as it did and for the opinions to match up because you know sometimes you have a little controversy there but this time it was different and this also shows you that not all white people are bad and that you do have some white people who are on the front lines helping us with fighting for justice and for equality so i want to do more of these so just stay tuned for some more because these conversations are very very well needed, sorry, and very important to me. So stay tuned for tomorrow's episode.